everybody. Tyree here with Before I Forget, along with my friend Kevin. Say hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hey, hey. And here we are at the start of season three of our fucking awesome show. Right, right. And for those listening or watching, you may notice something uh, new about this season. Uh, If you're watching, then you are seeing it. Word. Right, because we decided to show you our pretty faces. Yes. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. This honestly, like, as we're talking about, I know I've been I've been talking about doing video for, like, since season one, but as I'm thinking about it now, like, this could backfire. <laughs> Why do you think it could backfire? Because now people get to see us, and they're going to see our faces, and sometimes if we're... Making you know, ugly faces like me right now, trying to figure out different things, because... <laughs> Yeah. When you're doing a show, there's a million things that I'm actually doing on the other side that y'all don't know about. But now you can see it. God damn. Yeah. Um, so what's really interesting is, so is is the plan, is the plan, so the video, oh, I don't even know what we're doing. What do you mean? We had a plan. We had a plan with the video, didn't we? Like YouTube. Yes. We're, we're, we were going to do uh, YouTube for the show. Uh, this kind of could be the first season that we actually have a full YouTube, yeah, kind of setup. So yeah, so I did get like half of season one on on YouTube. It's such a pain in the ass to upload things, and it takes so fucking long. Um, especially with the length of some of those shows, man. Because season one, we were out of control. Yeah, like, we were. three hours <laughs> for no reason. It wasn't for we- no reason. It was for reasons. We had to keep repeating ourselves over and over again in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, people had a lot of things to say. Yeah. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. Yeah. So um, here we here we are in the new season, man. And uh, the, the last season was great. Um, I had no clue that we were even at the point that we should have ended the season until you looked into it and you're like, wait a minute, we're, we're at that that yeah. point um yeah no man like because like, we kind of lost track of it um when i guess when i when i left whatever like we both <laughs> lost track of keeping keeping tabs on where we were at the show oh, and yeah. then you were putting out episodes and and putting out episodes and i wasn't doing a fucking thing <laughs> and then um i can you know we put out a few more episodes when i came back and i got to looking at it i was like Wait a second. Yeah. Wait a minute. We had just recorded our 25th episode. Um, and so for those listening and watching, we need to say that now. Um, <clears throat> Tyree and I talked about our first season being the only season that has 26 episodes um, in honor of our, um, of the 26th Infantry Regiment, the Blue Spaders. So every subsequent season will, season will have 25 um, episodes. So, yeah, I, I got to looking into it and I was like, holy fuck, we just recorded number 25. So, last week's episode with Miss Nora um, was our season closer, which yeah. I thought was a pretty cool show. Yeah, that was a great show. Got to learn a lot of cool shit about, uh, you know, like other people's idea of what's going on over there because, you know, I didn't, I didn't know. Still don't really. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, we had we had our perspective, right? Of of the of our time there, but like we weren't from there. It's not our home. Um, so I mean, it's it's different here in that other perspective, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then how kind of how how she's embraced the American American way of life. Yeah, yeah neat. The Arkansas your way of life. <laughs> Exactly. It's funny you say Arkansas. You're not Arkansan. Uh, I've known you for fucking decades now. I know how to say fucking folk of Arkansas as a collective. Yeah. Well, no, the proper way though is Arkansan, but I prefer Arkansas. Sounds better. It it does. It was a, and that was a big debate back in the day. It was, um, what should people from Arkansas be called? Were they wearing like fluffy shirts and, and, and suits and, and, you know, uh, wigs with, with the powder on them. Not that far back in the day. What? <laughs> so this is like back in like 78, 79? No, this is 18, 1836 when it became a state. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look at um, you. Look at you guys go. Yeah. And that's a little bit of history for everybody. But yeah, so it's crazy to think, right? Because our first episode that we recorded in season two um, was with uh, Graybeard Tactical, Matt Little. Yes. And that seems like forever ago. It does. Like, um, recording with him, recording with uh, our gay Jamsler, um, like that seems like a long damn time ago. You got to think this is the same season that we we recorded with the Rebe. And that seems like forever ago, which, um, I happen to have the book that he talks about black arts by this guy. It's backwards, Jim Frederick, but, um, I know it looks right to me. Oh, okay. Look backwards to me. That's correct. It's a uh, read the book, listen to the episode. You'll know the whole story. But anyway, yeah. So, what do you think, man? Season three, pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, we already got some pretty good, you know, guests lined up. Um, I think as long as we keep putting the work in, everything should get better. Uh, from Season one to season three, or season one to season two, is a, a massive leap between you know the quality of show, and now mm-hmm. we just have to you know tighten up the shot group as they say, clean shit up a little bit, and everything will be fine, or or better anyway. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, season one was rough, right? Audio was garbage, mm-hmm. video was not even on the table. Yeah, um, I don't even think you owned a webcam at that point. <clears throat> no. Um, because I don't so like, like the man in my business. <laughs> I mean, there's no reason to have a webcam unless you're like a cam model, and I nah, man, not, you you, you are the, not. I don't have the face for it. <clears throat> you don't have the anything for it. No. Wrong gender. <laughs> it's all um, wrong. Yeah, um, yeah. To, to to season two with better mics, and you got that roadcaster, and it's so fucking important and vital I think like I said if the fucking roadcaster was to break down I would spontaneously combust because I would not know what to do yeah I'm really surprised that you like actually packed that thing up and flew it to Destin with you I was so afraid and uh, it has a little scratches and bumps on it but it's good to go I, I would not do it again Yeah. so that was a one off Unless they make like a Rodecaster Pro Travel Mini. Ooh, you need to get 
get one of those, um, like a Pelican hard case. You yeah. Talk about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 For, they, for travel purposes. They make a hard case for this. I'm just too fucking poor to get my coins together and get one. But I mean, at, at some point, if we're a serious group of folks trying to do a serious bit of work for our fellow veterans, I need to fucking invest. So stop bitching and do it. Right. Yeah. Well, and that kind of, um, takes us into other thing we talked about. So next year, right. We're still in 22. Yeah. So next year, next June, right. We're talking about Colorado still, mm-hmm. right. For our next reunion, which folks <clears throat> not like if I, I don't want, well, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to say this and sound like we're taking all the credit, but like doing this podcast has been amazing for the two of us and like our group of dudes and the extended family that we have acquired along the way, because I mean, we did last year, we did Nashville for new year's. And then six months later we were in Destin, Florida for a larger reunion. And then we're doing Nashville again in like two and a half weeks. And then, and I think there's gonna be a larger group at that one. And then, Colorado again, it's still in June. So like another six months, like every six months that I know of, there's a gathering of some type happening and the previous 17 years that hadn't been a thing at all. So, um, I mean, maybe minor things here and there. Right. But like, um, not really anything official or anything, uh, blown up, whatever. But so this is, it's 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 really neat to see the direction that it's going, and uh, so we had talked about um, a while back, not a while back, a couple of days ago, whatever the fuck that was. Um, I bought a GoPro on, yeah. on a whim. You know what I'm saying? I saw it was a decent price. I haggled, um, and I got it for a more decenter price because that's correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, and. So we kind of had this idea that like maybe at some point we could kind of take the show on the road and make a, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to hash out the details on that, but I kind of like the idea of like, kind of like what we talked about, like going to different places and meeting up with different people and doing stuff. Oh yeah. I think it's a great idea. We, We have so many people who were touched or whatever by the show or, you know, just our good friends who we wanted to drive and go see. Uh, why can't we record that and let people see that shit? That'd be cool yeah. by me, man. I mean, I, I think it's a great idea. You always come up with great ideas. Mm, maybe not always. This is this. Oh wait, pretty much seventy nine percent of the time. <laughs> this is very specific. Yeah, seventy nine point three. It's always three. always a good always a good idea. Sometimes, always. Yeah. The, the but rest most of the time, sometimes. Yeah. The rest of the time, yeah. there are times that occur. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so I'm actually kind of really excited about that. Like, obviously, that's not going to happen, you know, in the next like six months. Right. But I mean, it, it, well, fuck, it could, you know, but uh, I definitely would like to turn that into something um, to where we can actually get out and go do things. Um, we want to introduce a website 
so it's like a one-stop shop for people to go check out the podcast and we want to start like kind of like doing bios on people that we uh have on as guests um and just like you know what's what's uh what's new with the show news um we had talked about doing um so tyree and i at one point in time we used to write a lot so and, much uh, writing yeah and we thought about adding a section on there to you know if we didn't necessarily want to like come on and do a recording or um whatever and we just wanted to like jot some thoughts down and like you know whatever then we could have our own little like kind of like a blog kind of thing going um so and I, and I could be on varying things right like i'm i'm constantly bitching about something so um uh, and honestly i think that's what it would end up being for me is more of a, a rant piece than anything else uh, i feel like i rant a lot i was ranting earlier today not really i mean it's a good place to uh that we can expand on our thoughts on the show or or whatever whatever fucking things that we have going on. Yeah. I am so political, you guys have no clue. And you can <laughs> learn about that if you, you know, I guess look at our website and blog stuff. Mm. It might make you not want to fucking follow us anymore, but hey. Yeah. This is it is what it is. Well, I, I feel like that's kind of one benefit to the show, right? Is like <clears throat> we we obviously draw in a a military crowd. Mm-hmm. And those who support the military. Yes. Um, and as we all know, that the military is made up of all different types of opinions and beliefs. And, you know, there are plenty of things that you and I have um, opposing ideas on um, and plenty of things that we have the same idea on. Mm-hmm. So I think, and, and, and for those that don't know, like, you know, I know we've mentioned it in previous episodes, previous shows, but like we try to stay apolitical on this right we don't want to like alienate people we don't want to um come off as too divisive so we kind of just stick to the stories that people have to tell or the stories that we have to tell um without getting too deep um deep deep in the weeds about with with all the other stuff right but like so the blog thing um could be just a way to for us to express those portions if we need if we felt the need to or whatever because Lord knows there's plenty of shit going on in politics that, that, that either one of us could like go on and on and on about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's cool. Um, that we could start doing that. We kind of wanted to also add in, um, a storefront, uh, I kind of say that with a bit of hesitancy because who buys things from a podcast, but like fucking why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, why not? I mean, you know, I like to support things. Yeah. You know, and it's not like we're going to do enormous, huge runs on stuff. It's going to be like mm-hmm. limited for basically if you're really into the show, uh, fucking buy a shirt. Let other people know about it. It'd be great. And, uh, you know, we'd appreciate it because all that's going to go into making the show better. It's not like yeah. we're going to go fucking go to Hollywood, Vegas to spend money. T-shirt right. money. No, we're not. Yeah. We're not like that. We're we the the fucking money goes back to the show. Yeah. And, uh, um, like as some people have noticed that we have now um, different ads and they generate money. And so all of that money, actually any money that we've made on the show, which is very, very minimal. If you actually break it down for per hourly rate, like we're at like two cents an hour. You know what I mean? Per day. 
per day. Yeah. For um, a minute it was like that. Yeah. But uh it's it still sits where it is. Like it's it hasn't been and really touched at all. Um but the goal is to generate some, put it back in the show and then kind of like grow the show from there. Mm-hmm. Um so that's the big goal with it uh on that side. Plus like like I said, I like to support things. Like y'all see the sticker that I have here from Zero Foxtrot. And um, I really like their shit. Like every time I buy something from them, there's the option to like sign up to be a brand ambassador for them. And I'm like, fucking, I would absolutely do that because I own so much of their shit. But they never hit me up. They never, I never get their email that says, hey, man, be our ambassador. Ambassador. Yeah. You know, you see in my background, it's completely blurred out because there's, I don't support anything. But if you pay me the money, boy, (laughs) let me tell you. I will support the shit out of whatever. Not not whatever, because that makes me seem like a dickhead. Uh, mm. It's got to be a, the shit that I dig. Um, and if you know me, you know it's very little that I dig. So if if I want to try to advertise it here, uh, right. it's it's for a reason. The driest of skin. Yeah. Let me uh, <laughs> marijuana. That. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, Whatever, man. Uh, I can sell shit. I can sell water to a well, baby. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all about how you. You know, are you passionate about what it is? And I think that's what you're getting at. Is like, um, you know, I, 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 I dig their stuff. I dig our show. So like, and I feel like people dig our show. And fuck, wouldn't that be cool if like people represented it? Um, Hell yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like. I want to do stickers with our logo. I don't know if people would buy that shit and put it places, but um, how cool would that be to like be out and about? You can't the blur effect. Out, you can't man, that's so yeah. weird. It's like it's, it's all, like it's a penis I just showed to everyone. Like, oh, look at this! And it's all yeah, blurred really, out. Trying to keep it PG here, man. It is PG like, thirteen. Imagine, yeah. Imagine <laughs> how cool it would be to like be out in the world and like, huh? That's uh, that's my show right there. Kind of like your sister at the fucking VA hospital hearing your voice. Right. Isn't that crazy? Like there's, there, there, there are people who recognize the show. Not like they're not fans of it. There's, there are a couple well, you know, no, to be honest, I look at the numbers. There are fans of the show. There's a group of folks who no matter what, listen to our entire silly bullshit that we go on and on about. And they wait until next week to hear the next silly bullshit that we go on and on about. It's it's weird, but it's cool because like we started off with the idea of just talking to each other about shit. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking to these people about shit, getting shit off our chest, all all kind yeah. of stuff. It's great, and you know people like to hear it. So hopefully yeah, people like that? to look at it too. Yeah. Mm. See, like, what did that? What did that say on the Spotify fucking year wrap up thing that sixty seven people were in their were their top were their number one podcast? Yeah, sixty seven people. Yeah, and you right, might, and, and people might you know you might think well sixty seven people on a planet of eight billion, but that's like literally nothing. Right? Yeah, I mean that's a drop in the bucket, but like that's sixty seven people that like listen to our show. Mm-hmm. Like as the number one podcast that they listen to, yeah. And I can only assume that those sixty-seven people also listen to like Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro, Jocko, and they're like, you know what? Let me pause this show because before I forget, just came out with a new episode, and I want to listen to that first, right? 
<laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, America. Yeah. Uh, the 11 countries that we are heard in. You're 11. <clears throat> gracias. Or however that goes. Yeah. Is it gracias? No. Thank you. Yeah. Depends on which country you're addressing, I think. The for shizzle. All, all y'all, thank you. Thank yeah. you for, for showing up. Because it's, it's not easy to show up sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's not easy to show up. But hopefully, you know, hearing my voice or Kevin's voice or uh, our voice as a collective. <laughs> as a whole. Our collective voice. Yeah. Uh, collectively on your whole makes this uh, a cool. <laughs> collectively on your whole. It makes it cool, man. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And you no. know what? I'm hearing more and more about other people doing their own thing too. And that's even better. Like fuck yeah. What you mean, Wills? What you mean? No, there's other people who want to do their own shows. They want to do their own thing. They want to talk to their buddies and record it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Do it. Yeah, more power to you, man. Yeah. Um I mean absolutely. Like if it helps you, then why not do it? If it brings your people together again, why not do it? You know what I mean? Like absolutely. And it really is pretty simple to start up a podcast. Like you just need something to talk about and some good shit. Yeah. Um, you know, like mics or something that helps. Right. And then stay consistent with it. Just like yeah. with anything. Like all the extra shit here is like completely unnecessary. We can totally do this from our phones. It's all about the heart that you put into it. Really. That's the whole thing behind everything. Fuck the microphones and the camera and everything else. If if it's if the two people working on this shit, like me and Kevin, when when we started this shit, if if it was like, I don't know, somebody who I wasn't happy working with or somebody who I didn't have these kind of stories with, this dude mm. would have fucking crashed. So yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a partnership. I think it's possible to do it on your own too. Yeah. No, and and uh I don't know if you saw, like I, I did one of those anonymous question things on my Instagram and um, somebody had commented about how I should do the show by myself. They don't like you apparently. Hey man. Um, hey, you're not, you're not everybody's cup of tea, no. right? You, you you might be a little too Tyree for them. That's the beauty of it. They can <laughs> yeah. fuck off. Well, that, and that was kind of my response to it. It was like, first of all, that doesn't make any fucking sense because, um, I tried to be as polite as possible and and how I worded it, but like in my head, I'm like, you can get fucked. Uh, and and the reason I say that is because like, um, I know I can be very wordy. I know I can talk a lot, and you <laughs> reel that in. And then like sometimes when you're talking about something, I know what you're talking about, and you're not able to like find the words. Mm-hmm. So I can, you know, what I'm saying like we have we have like this like this this contrast that works together. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it, it wouldn't work yeah. great with other folks. Yeah, it's like yin and yang, uh, black and white. Yeah. That's why I picked you. I selected you for this. First of all, we've been talking about all this shit for like 15 years, but did you not get my... No, I got the you black and white, yin yin. Okay. I got you. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I, I didn't want to make it like, oh man, he's got a joke. Right. I worked really hard on that for yeah. like three seconds on my mind All right. just now. Say, so, hey, I just want to say like, that's kind of like a dad joke. I, somebody called me obnoxious yesterday and I was like, well, I put the, the G in obnoxious because 
like the Chinese president, nobody likes me. And yeah. I didn't get like, I, that should have been like a standing ovation. But it was. It who would have thought of that? You did. I did. You did. You thought of it totally. Pat me on the motherfucking back. And no one else thought about it at all. And no one else is going to think about it again. True. Probably. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of controversial things. <laughs> the segue. <laughs> um so 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 Tyree well so first of all like we decided that like our season openers would definitely be just you know he and I we could recap the previous season talk about we have what we have coming up and I feel like we've done that pretty decently and then we were just going to talk about whatever happened to come up but as a lot of people know um last week because the show will air on Monday uh last week um something pretty significant happened in the world the world yeah i'll say the world yeah cuz of the the of who the the one person is and uh i was like well, we got to talk about it man we do yes right we try like i said like i said earlier we try to say apolitical we try and 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 stay away from that but this i think goes beyond politics it goes it goes way beyond politics it's it, it's more into the realm of like what's truly right and wrong and and how does it affect um humans in general right the world population which is now breached eight billion people with a b it's insane um that's a whole other topic for me but um yeah uh grinner Brittany grinner griner grinner how do you say it griner yeah, Grinder sounds right in my head, but you know, what Brittany, are your thoughts on that? Brittany man? B, Brittany G, <laughs> Brittany G? G, yeah, Brittany G, BG, yeah, BG, yeah. Um, so, so there were uh, th- these are my thoughts. Okay, uh, I'm a country. I am my own nation. Oh, okay. And uh, I have these laws and and this border in order to get into this great country of mine that you want to get into, you, we have to pass this border. Mm-hmm. There's some things you can't have like in other places. You can have that shit all day, you know, but over here on this side, no. So, right. you know, those signs are up. Don't come up. Don't come up here with that. Are you going to, you know, there's consequences. Now the consequences you may not agree with, but and I'm crazy. I'm a crazy person. So the consequences that I come up with are going to be crazy. Like I could send you to jail for 10 years for vape pens. Cause mm. I'm crazy. This is my, this is my country. Yeah. It's my country. I can do what I want. Yeah. So <clears throat> before you come in, make sure you're good. If you're good, we won't have any issues. Yeah. So BG may not have known that or not, but she was f- caught with vape cartridges, little pins. Like I have fucking marijuana here because here in America it's legal in California. It's okay. And in Russia currently it's not. So who am I to be mad at that country for imposing their rules that person should have been more 
careful before they came in there. But on the flip side, 10 years for vape pens. Like I get it. Like I know that we're in the middle of some beef with them and they're going to try to hammer this girl, uh, try to make an example out of her. Um, but in order to get her back home, there was a switch a trade off. Yeah. I think we lost that trade real bad because, you know, Kevin, who, who was the trade for? What was the name? Victor, Victor bout boat boot. So yeah. the, his nickname, the merchant of death. Yeah. Right? That's his name. The, the world's arguably the world's most wanted arms dealer responsible for likely millions of deaths um, all over the world, which is wild. Yeah. So, you know, and you mentioned, you know, we have, we have beef with Russia and we have had for years, obviously like the, you know, just, it's just been a long going, long standing thing, but more recently, the the nonsense uh, with Russia invading Ukraine and Ukraine whooping that ass, and then all the the nonsense going there, and then you know, in 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 the beginning of all of that, she's over there flying in because she's going to go play the basketball there, and bam, popped at the airport or wherever the fuck she was with these with these cartridges. So the timing seemed seemed off for a lot of people. A, a lot of people were like, man that's what's going on. It's a political move, yeah. right? This is something that Russia is holding above us so that, you know, they can, they have some, some bargaining chip. Right. But if you go six, eight months into the past before the Russia, Ukraine thing, you have a very similar case that happened. And I'm not even talking about the Marine guy. Cause that happened years before that, a very similar case to Brittany Griner's Griner's BG. Mm hmm. A guy named Mark Fogel. You heard about him? No. Uh, I I think maybe, but it's been a minute. What's the word? So he is a 60-year-old um, international history teacher, right? He has his international bachelorette in, or bachelor degree or whatever the fuck it is in teaching. Like, so he's, he's able to teach in all these countries, and he's taught in several countries. And for the previous 10 years, he had been teaching in Russia. And... He flew into Russia with medicinal marijuana, medicinal cannabis, and was busted for less than half an ounce. Do you know what his sentence was? 10 years or labor? 14. 14 years? 14 years in prison in Russia. They don't. All right. So they don't fuck around, period. No. For no reasons. So yeah. the fact that BG was out there balling and, and hooping it up, she got caught with a sickie, and then that she had, she got, she got hit she with got a fairly license. Yeah, yeah, comparatively. But, but you know, I guess it's really not as political as people think. People didn't probably didn't realize that. I'm not saying that it's it's uh, like I said, it's not fucked up because you know it's fucked up. But those are yeah. their laws. <laughs> that's their that's their shit. I'm I'm sorry. And again, the trade off was fucking terrible. I think we could have got two or two or three for one for that one instead of uh we, so, we kinda got hosed here. No, it goes even worse. Okay. So Paul Wellen, 
right? And that's the name that, like, ever since this this trade went down mm-hmm. or started to the negotiations started to happen, this is the, one of the names of the name that's been popping up because nobody's heard of Mark Vogel. Anybody that I've asked is like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" But I'm like, "Who's Paul Wellen?" And they're like, "Oh, that's the Marine." Yeah. So, for a couple years ago, four or five years ago, he was busted over there. Now, this is a former United States Army or United States Army United States Marine who holds uh, citizenship, was born in Canada, lived in the U.S., has citizenship in the U.K., England maybe, and then Ireland as well. So he has multiple citizenships. Was in Russia, and he got he got uh, arrested on um, for allegedly being a spy. Yeah, right. okay. Brought up on, on spy charges, right? Because that makes sense. He wasn't even in Intel when he was in the Marine Corps, so... That's that's a whole other thing. But do you know how many years he got? Forever. No, like uh, I was going to say like 10 or 15 again, but how many years? 16. I mean, 16 years for being a spy. There's other people you get at other places you get executed. Like, hey, he got all, he got over <clears throat> 16 years for being a spy. 14 years for the teacher. The international history teacher is 60 years old. For, the, for bringing in less than half an ounce. A little bit of the sticky. So it's just, it's really odd. So when you, when you, when you look at this trade, um, uh, what was the, what was the Russian guy's name? Um, Victor Boat. Vic, Boat. Yeah. Victor, Victor Boat. Bout, I don't know. B-O-U-T. Yeah. Sounds like a villain from a fucking Bond movie. Victor. Some of the shit. But going back to July, the current administration started talking about like a trade deal, mm-hmm. right? And the trade deal included Brittany Grenner and Paul Whelan, right? Yeah. Those two for somebody that somebody had not been identified yet. Mark Fogel, the history teacher who was there on the same charges in prison on the same char- for the same charges for five years more than Brittany was not even mentioned in that trade deal. So when the trade finally happens, Paul Wellen, the Marine, is left out of the trade deal, and we get Brittany Renner back, and Russia gets the world's most wanted, most notorious arms dealer. I mean, is he really the worst, though? Is is he like... Is he like the number one dude, or is he like top 10 my understanding he was like the number one guy i i had heard and i didn't i this is just what i heard i don't know if it's true or not but like the movie uh war of lord uh lord of war yeah with nicholas cage Mm -hmm. is supposedly based on him Brittany griner ain't even the top 10 of nothing and we i'm i'm saying man i'm not i'm not knocking it i'm just saying we got hoes in that deal um and it's clearly a, like a political thing on their side or, you know, our side, because she's a black female, LGB, okay. all that. Um, you know, it, it looks good for voting, I guess. I don't want to get all super, super political, but to me, that's what that was about, because mm-hmm. they could have thrown in homeboy or at least put a little bit more work to, to get at least one or two people. Or, you know what? We'll come back to the draw to the table later and try to figure this out because we gotta we gotta be really fair here. 
because we're not going to get a lot of shots at this with this country while they're doing this wild shit right now. We'll, we'll come back and talk if you don't want to give us what we really need instead of what looks nice. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't know, one thing that's kind of upsetting to me, aside from the whole trade deal, because that is mega fucked up, and that's why I say it's a world problem. Mm-hmm. But when you also talk about all of the other Americans that are imprisoned in other countries all over the world for whatever charges, do they not count? Because there are some, right? They're all over. I mean, there are a then, lot, but those people, like... It depends on their charges. I mean, like you said, when you, when you first start talking about it, like you go to somebody else's country, they have a, a standard set of laws. If I have medical marijuana prescribed mm-hmm. to me yeah. and I fly to, say, Germany, mm-hmm. where it's probably not legal. Right. I should I should expect when we were stationed over there, if we if we broke German laws, we should expect to get picked up by the Polizei mm-hmm. and handled. Yeah. Right. It is what it is. <clears throat> so. I mean, and that's the thing is like hers was medicinal. Mm-hmm. So was Mark Fogel's. It's the, it's literally the same exact case. But what's more fucked up about it is we have this, this, this woman who plays in the WNBA and she gets busted in another country for bringing cannabis or cartridges mm-hmm. and the president, you know, gets down and, and, and makes his haggles his deal to free her and bring her back to the U S. But what about all of the people who are currently locked up in the U S for the same fucking charge? Oh, like people who are here in America that are locked up for that. And they yeah. just gave away the world's top 10 balling his arms dealer for. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fucking I, crazy. I, right. Isn't that insane? I, I, it is. And I know there was a thing a while back where like federally they tried to like make it to where like, was it they, um, what's the word where they like just do away with charges? Expunge the much of like, uh, your, your, your past non-criminal or non-violent, um, drug offenses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, there was a thing to where like, you know, it was federally passed or whatever, but like the states still had to like do their part. So yeah. it was still up to the state whether or not it was going to keep those people in lockup. Mm-hmm. But like, what is the difference between her and another country breaking their, their, their law about cannabis and then people in our country who broke a law about cannabis? She's like the president gets involved, has her wife in the Oval Office with him making the deal you know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, there's all these people in our country who are locked up for weed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like now I don't, I, I, I don't, um, partake. I can't right? I'm in the military and my civilian job also, um, doesn't allow it. So, I mean, and that's fine, but I can still understand that. Like I can still recognize like how kind of fucked up that is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's really wild, fucked wild up. Me. It's terrible. Like, uh, they're, they're, you know, not, I mean, now <laughs> that people are starting to understand, like, it's not a great thing to have all these people locked up for nothing. 
Um, now it's great. Okay, yeah, we're we're starting to figure that out. But imagine like back in the '90s or '80s when you got locked up, like people are facing long ass terms, like fucking damn near life sentences. They lost mm-hmm. half their life over this stuff. They're never yeah. going to get that fucking time back. Poor BG got hooked up on the charge. She was supposed to do a 10-year bid, and she did, like, what, a couple weeks. Good for her. But these those people, they lost, like, everything. They're not in that, that You don't fucking get time back, man. That's fucking yeah. done. So now they got to pick up the pieces with, you know, now they have this marijuana charger or whatever fucking thing they got charged up with. And in a lot of those cases, hey man, they were probably selling big ass fucking bundles of it. Like you got this they got the smack on the wrist that the charges were way fucking absorbed way, way more than what Brittany or, or the that teacher was facing. Mm-hmm. In a different country, we treat our people way worse. But, you know, Brittany's somebody and it's time for elections. So let's go get all those votes for her. I mean, let's go get her out. <laughs> right. Well, and so and I, I do want to like point out that like she's an American. Right. And I'm, I'm glad we were able to, 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 to bring, to bring her back. Definitely. Word to her, like straight up on the side. I see what you're saying. Good on her for getting out, I guess. And you know, like I'm yeah. sure they put in the work to get the other people, but you know, Russia made us look dumb. But continue. continue. I'm just saying, like, you know, the, what about the other Americans? I just don't understand why that's because that was a shit trade. Better luck and next every, time. Don't every, drop. The everyone soap. knows it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. This is basically um, what they said, dude. Like, wow. we'll get you next time. Yeah. The next next time we come around here, yeah. In this next next uh, semi celebrity that fucks up in your country, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just this is wild to me, man. Um, kind of mad about it, but you know, and it's it, it's funny. Like I do, I do see people on social media like defending the president and defending her and saying that she was wrongfully accused. She's not wrongfully accused. Like that's she had marijuana or cannabis product that's not allowed in that country on her person in her luggage like that she's not wrongfully fucking accused and that's i've heard people say like well she was prescribed it that doesn't mean that you can fly to another country with it yeah that's those those countries laws matter Mm -hmm. that works here in america where maybe you can fly from one state to another state (laughs) but not to a different country with its own laws and its own military and its own currency and its own everything like they're yeah. not the same. You can't. And again, I'm sure it was a mistake. I'm sure yeah. it was a mistake. She didn't go in there on purpose with, with fucking drugs. Like there's a lot of people who travel with guns and had no, no clues loaded. It's just yeah. a mistake. That's a fucking dumb mistake. Get your shit together. But yeah. it's, it's a mistake nonetheless, but that's their fucking law. So, you know, you got to deal with their shit. Right. And, you know, you got lucky that who was in office is in office because I think if it was somebody else mm-hmm. who's all chummy with Russia, you probably wouldn't have gave a shit. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, well, it is what it is. Kind of like what I'm saying, but like way assholier. Right. Well, and you have to keep in mind that when when um, 
uh, Wellen, Paul Wellen, was mm-hmm. picked up in Russia. That was under the previous administration, and there he is, still there. So, yeah, I was going to say that's those people who were in jail before Biden got there were in jail before Biden got there. So you can't be right. like, hey, he, he, you know, Trump was there before that, and then Obama, Obama was there before that. There's people who were imprisoned all over the world, mm-hmm. and we know about it. And that's not even on some conspiracy type shit. Like you can look it up. Uh, and I'm sure we gave it a shot, but some countries are fucking hardliners, man. You ain't, it's not going to work. Yeah. Like Dennis Robin tried to go and try to help out because it was getting too rough, <laughs> but who wants Dennis Robin's help? Like, come on, man. I want somebody hey. real. If Dennis I was, Ray. man, if I was locked up in a different country and Dennis Robin came to my, <laughs> came to my fucking rescue. <laughs> I'd be like, mm. oh fuck. The the worm the worm shows up. We're on fucked, your dude. Dennis Robin shows up with his fucking dyed up hair and shit and all kind of fucking artillery shells pierced into his face. And he's supposed to help me? <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't know. I mean that in the, but that that is kind of testament to like when oh, people God. are saying like oh this administration fucked it up the the previous administration would have done better they didn't mm, they it, yeah there's somebody locked up in that country from that time frame and they're they're still locked up in that country so it's hard it's you, it's hard to it's hard, it's a hard sell for me right yeah. it's a hard sell for me mm-hmm. um but anyway the whole the whole thing is fucked up but like talking about like other other countries and their rules and their laws and everything else like that that that's even being on display during for the, uh, during the World Cup in in Qatar right now, yeah, I don't know if you've been following any of that at all. But like, there's been there's been people, um, Americans, um, people from the UK showing up to these stadiums to go watch their uh, teams play, mm-hmm. and they're showing up in things um, that the Qatari government just doesn't allow. Like the journalist, the World Cup journalist, I can't remember his name, um, showing up in a rainbow t-shirt um, in support of the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. And while that's great in America um, in various other places, actually I means it's great all over the world, but like in their country, that's not something that they're down with. Yeah. But people were all mad at Qatar, but like, Oh, they, you know, that's bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, that's their country. That's their culture. That's their way of life. So it's yes, we can a- agree collectively that that's fucked up. Yeah. But like that's still their country, yeah. And uh, yeah, to, oh man, to totally clean like uh, nobody's saying like to believe in anything like that. Like if you like to wear that kind of stuff or if you believe in that kind of thing, that's cool. That's on you. But, but like, listen to what he's saying here. Like it's not a strike against you. It's their rules. Like that's what they don't dig. You can't go over there doing it. Think you're on some fucking crusader type shit. They'll fucking string you up, and ain't nothing nobody can do about it. It's funny you say nothing. Nobody can do about it. Double negative all the way around. But it's funny you say the word crusader because there were even some guys from England Mm -hmm. who showed up to a match. Uh, to see the English play mm-hmm. dressed up as crusaders. They were denied entry. Yeah. No fucking shit. What? 
I mean, like, what was the Crusades about, right? It was it was Christianity versus Islam. Mm-hmm. We were traveling to these countries and slaughtering people by the fucking hundreds of thousands in the name of things, right? Yeah. And and they're gonna show up to a match in in a, in a in a in a Muslim country dressed up as a crusader. Well, that's because people have too much time on their hands. It's like, crazy to me. Like. uh Somebody was like, hey, this is a good idea. Yeah. And somebody else is like, you know what? Fuck yeah, let's do it. So let's spend a bunch of money to fly all the way over there and get denied and then raise a big funk about it. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole thing, man. Yeah. Like the World Cup. I mean, one, like the, the tickets, the tickets to a game got to be astronomical. And now you're going to fly to Qatar, stay there for however long. Whew. But, um, and I found this out the other day, but I, I just want to mention it now. Like uh, that journalist, his name is Grant Wall. Um, he just recently passed away in Qatar. Under what circumstances? Because I was trying to figure that out. Uh, I, they they seem like they're trying to duck out all the answers that I need. Right. <clears throat> they said he just collapsed. His brother says he suspects foul play. But and you know what happens. Hmm. You know what happens, man. They come up on you. Okay, you know the so there was the all right Russia. We're back on Russia. They they got the guy with the uh, the 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 umbrella poke and it it put the radiated fucking poison into his body and then he died a couple weeks later. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know, but it sounds familiar. That's how I got him. What movie did you watch? No, that's not a movie. That's real life. (laughs) I know it was in a movie though too. No, but that's what uh, that's what the, that's how they that's how he says he got poked. He said he oh the, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. some kind of ricin poison or something weird like that, uh-huh. or you know not ricin but uh, nuclear shit. I don't know what the fuck something poisonous was injected mm-hmm. into his body via a blow dart gun from an umbrella or a scratch or some shit. And he said, as soon as it happened, he knew exactly what it was because, you know, he's a part of that community, the spy right. community or whatever. Right. They, they got IDs and everything. And he got he hit with it. And he's like, yeah, he knew them. He knows everything. And as soon as he hit him with it, he's like, Oh, they got me like shit. They hit me with the umbrella. That <laughs> got me with the umbrella. <laughs> they got Indoors of all places, you know you don't open umbrellas indoors. Yeah, that's how he knew it was all bad. <laughs> yeah, and so <laughs> they opened know, the umbrella indoors, and he's like, "Oh, fuck. Uh, well." And so there's 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 a lot of um, that's terrible. There's a lot of people that have come on videos and shows and radio shows and YouTube videos and whatever the fuck else talking about like the secrets or the declassified information of like certain. CIA operations in various countries all over the world, like the different means of like, um, you know, causing havoc in another country or assassinating somebody that we didn't want around anymore or whatever. And these are, these are things that were absolutely created, um, with that end in mind. So it's, it's honestly not too far fetched to believe, but I also, you have to ask the question, like what, reason would the Qatari government have to assassinate this guy? He's a journalist, right? Who wore a rainbow shirt to a game and got denied entry and made a big public 
news and, and everybody knew everybody knew that, that Qatar just doesn't they don't that's not stuff that they're interested in so like wait so this journalist was the guy with the rainbow shirt same guy yeah. oh man so okay oh it makes it look even more mad mad sketchy like hey man but 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 why what purpose would Qatar have to, to off this guy do you know how much Qatar paid for that world cup a lot of dinar $200 billion. Do you yeah. know how much we paid for, not we, but how much was spent on the last few Olympics? A lot of dinar. Much less than $200 billion. <laughs> This whole thing, this event that's going on is going to be, go down as one of the most expensive events in the history of mankind for now, yeah. up until the next time. They don't want you down there fucking shit up like stop being dumb we spent so much money on this fountain get your shit together wear the right clothes we don't even sell alcohol at these games because you don't we don't want you to fuck up nothing like i saw pictures of the people from japan win or lose and they're cleaning up shit because they know it's up after the games have you seen that Uh uh-uh no they clean up the stadium after the game the Japanese fans? Yes. Because they fucking respect other countries' shit. They're not there to yeah. cause problems. They're not there to raise awareness to their fucking cause. They're just there to watch some soccer. I'm sorry, football. And get the fuck out of there. That's all they want to do. Enjoy the country. Yeah. Not fuck shit up and leave. Yeah, Clean it's it. really nice of the Japanese folk, man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Good job to them. Come on over to my place. Yeah, no shit. We'll um, watch football. Shout out to the entire country of Japan. Yeah. The the Empire of Japan. Are the Empire still? I don't know. They're cool dudes now. Yeah. yeah. Good Back job. The they're fucking crazy. But no, it, it is it is a whole thing though. But I still like I mean and, and, and the World Cup has kind of been a big PR clusterfuck for Qatar anyway, just because you know, the human rights violations, uh, accusations and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's um, terrible. To, to, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Just to prepare for, and now have you, have you heard about that like mega city called the Wall or some shit that they're trying to build? Up? I don't know if it's in Qatar or where it is exactly, but it's some like sixty something kilometer wall that will house people and businesses and oh yeah okay yeah everything. You never have to leave it. You can live there your entire life and 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 never really see the whole thing i guess i mean i guess you could see the whole thing but like everything in your section of the wall will have everything that your section of the wall needs and that's supposed to be some like astronomical dollar amount to build and apparently like they're breaking ground on it right now yeah or some shit because what? uh people will buy whatever you sell them <clears throat> no that's true but like, I mean, why, you, you, why the fuck would you want to stay in your little section of the wall for the rest of your life forever? Unless you just really hate people and you just want to be fucking just there by yourself. But you can even go. Even if you hate people, man, like you're stuck in this islands. wall. Yeah. Is this supposed to hold like several hundred thousand people or some shit? I mean, are you, but you're not really stuck, right? You can leave if you want. It's not like you're, it's not like a fucking. No. Yeah. Like you're not like. Doors are locked at uh, 
at uh, 9 p.m. Yeah. So you literally just be paying to go to jail right there. Right? Yeah. I guess you see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to assume that those people can leave, but still, I, I wouldn't, I don't think, you know, maybe, you know. I don't know. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> you got a factor in that you can leave. So uh, you're going to spend a lot of money. So it's going to be real lavish. It's going to be real nice on the inside. It's going to be fucking un- un- unbelievable, right? Because it's in Dubai. So it's going to be fucking pimping all the way. Right? Is, Fair to say. I can't remember. Oh, it's Saudi Arabia. The, yeah. It's called The Line. Okay. So it's not it's not Qatar. It's, it's Saudi Arabia. Okay. They got money too. They got all the money. So yeah, you know it's going to be nice. Yeah. And I then heard. you can leave whenever you want. Like, okay. Like, why not? If I got the money for it. Like I heard just, that the uh, that the Saudi team, mm-hmm. like like for one of their games that they won, like each player on the on the team was was given like a Rolls Royce or some shit. Hell yeah, fuck yeah, they should yeah. they should get that. Those millionaires should get all that extra money for uh, whatever reason. <laughs> like that that pisses me off so much. Like. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not rich. I'm not famous. Nobody knows me. What? Nobody knows us. Nobody cares. They don't care. Look, they don't care. But if I was rich and famous and I was getting like gifts for being rich and famous, that's fucking weird, isn't it? Like, why do we do that? Why do we, why do humans do that shit? That makes no sense to me. Like, okay, yeah, you won some kind of sports event and you win the trophy. You know, cool, dope. I love football. You know, go Niners. You know, Vince Lombardi's every year, hopefully. It doesn't work out. But um, it still sucks to me that they lose, but it's fine to them because they got tons of money and they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand how, you know, maybe it's just advertisement for companies. I don't know, but I hate when I see people with with so much be given so much more for showing up right now I mean, on, on, on the one hand like I, I so like if you're let's say you're a restaurant you know maybe you're not super big but like you know you're you're a restaurant and you make really good food and like somebody really famous likes to eat there mm-hmm. right and they have and you know they they're very famous and they're well you know well off yeah you know if you're an up-and-coming restaurant and you know you comp their meal because you're like hey man fucking thanks for coming here and then like you make a big like it's a public like you make a post on your on your Facebook about it. Like, hey fucking Yeah. I'm somebody s- I'm still a hater. Ryan okay. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds likes to come to my sh- uh, my restaurant. Mm-hmm. You should come check it out. Then yeah, that yeah, for sure cuz that's going to generate more income probably. And you know all the people that are going to go there to like fanboy or girl over fucking Ryan on the hopes that they could see him that one time he's there or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. So on the one hand I get it from that perspective, but like <clears throat> If you are a, again, another restaurant and you are definitely five-star, well-established, everybody in the fucking planet knows who the fuck you are and you're still comping these people, but like I go in there and I got to pay $200 per plate, like, come on, man. But then, I'm not asking for free food, but like at the same time, like, yeah, like I get what you're saying. Yeah, on the, yeah but on the flip side, they're like, they're, that's their shit. Who am I yeah. to be like, give me free shit. Fuck them. It's not we're asking for free shit. But I'm like, asking for it. Charge those motherfuckers too. Yeah. <laughs> you know how fucking expensive Bentleys are, Rolls Royces. Is? 
You know how much those things are? More than my Jeep. Fuck. Oh, my God. We can buy 27 Jeeps for your fucking, for one Rolls Royce with the uh, floating wheels on and shit. Mm. And for what? I mean, I love it, man. You know me. If I had the money, I'd have seven Rolls Royces. All of them black. Yeah. Every single one of them, the same fucking car, black. You know why? Because that's my money. I guess, you know, people who own Rolls Royces can do what they choose to and give them to who they like. I personally, okay. they ain't got no money for that, but I take it. you fucking right, I take it. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate your struggle with uh, pluralizing Rolls Royce. I know, um, I know Rolls Royce. I'm fucking around, but... Yeah, are you? Um, I know it's not Rolls Royce. Come on, man. Shit. Jesus. It reminds me of that Key and Peele skit, the uh, one where they're standing outside the, was it like their valet guys? Have you seen that? Key Bruce Willis? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Key and um, Peele. I was thinking about fucking um, Keenan and Kel for some reason. I'm like, why are you bringing oh, them up? This fucking... Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger, man. Take your order. I'm sure you did. You watch that? Yeah. I knew this girl that fucking loved the fucking uh, the other one, the one that's not, you know, popping like the uh, like Kale, Kale, Kale is his name. Yeah, Keenan yeah. and Kale. Yeah, yeah, the other one. She knew him like for whatever reason. I'm like, oh man, that's cool, and you know, there it is. But well, because Keenan, that's the dude on SNL now. Yeah. Yeah. He's killing yeah. it. The other guy's killing it too and making it sound like he's not doing shit. He's he's on a bunch of Nickelodeon shows still. Really? Yeah, man. He's making a ton of money. He's he's making more money than me, man. No. But uh he's uh yeah, he's on a bunch of shows. He's out there making doing his thing. Acting. Actors. Right. <clears throat> you ought to uh, acquire him as a as a as a as a talent. You know how that's been fun, but it's slowed down quite a bit. I'm just assuming it's just because of the uh the time of the year, you know, seasonal maybe or holidays. A little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the same thing. Isn't it? I feel like I mean maybe, but I feel like um, when you think about like uh, people who do acting, right? So let's say you know actors in general, actors specifically. Um, the number of successful actors compared to the overall population is it's a pretty pretty big gap. Right, enormous, so really low percentage. Yes. Um, well, well, so well, well, like, well, 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 well. Let me stop you. It's not that there's an enormous difference in the workforce. There's just an enormous difference in people that you know from that force. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there's thou there are millions of actors out there, but you know, you know, uh, Gail Gadot. I don't know why that name popped in my head, but. You know who she is, or you know who right. uh, who those people are. So they're actors; they just don't have that name yet. Right. Well, that's kind of what I mean, though. Right. So, um, to take the holidays off when you're really working for this one thing that a thousand other people are working for, the chances that one of them is working harder than you at achieving that goal is pretty high. Very high. So uh, I just kind of feel like, you know, like those that are like putting in the work over the holiday seasons and like, you know what, man, like I'm, de- I'm dedicating my life to this craft and this is what I want to do. So morning, noon and night, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, 
so it's interesting to me that it would kind of slow down during the holidays because it kind of shows you like when it comes to like you acquiring more talent, whatever, like those that are involved or engaged over the holiday seasons, I feel like those are the ones that want it a little bit more that or they just don't have any fucking family. Well, it, it's the, just the different opportunities. Like uh, you're saying, and I get that, like people who want it, you're going to go out there and get it. But there's mm-hmm. just so many different opportunities that are actually open. Like, uh, yeah. You know, there's going to be a, a a bunch of new movies and TV shows that are going to come out soon because, all right, let me rephrase that. There are a bunch of shows that are going to start accepting new work because, you know, a bunch of shows are going to start to come out. So your pilots for new programs, they're coming. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of work, but there are so many people trying to get those jobs. For everyone right. that is available, they're literally... 15,000 people behind that one spot. So if you are really trying to do it, you better be out there fucking busting your ass to do it. Like having a talent agent that will only get you so far. Like you still have to go to these auditions and you still have to fucking, you got to show up. And if you don't like there's somebody who's going to bust your ass on that job and do so much better. And that's it. So a lot of people, a lot of times work with folks, they don't understand. Like, hey, it's just because you sign with somebody doesn't mean it's it's fucking cruise time. No, it's fucking time to put your foot down and pedal to the metal. Right. Another thing that's the flip side of that is if they want you, they're going to push. <clears throat> so if you're somebody that they find uh, is worth it, you know, big Hollywood, they're going to put that money into you. And that's a lot of money. And that's more money than you can fucking imagine can go into you for whatever project. And they don't need you fucking this up. So they're going to pick the right person for this shit. It's not going to be you, the new guy who just showed up. It's going to be the seasoned veteran who never misses, you know, time to time to start and all that kind of dumb shit. So it's, it's a, it's kind of a weird business to get into. Like, if you don't show out from the start and if you're not big from the start, it's a hard business to continue to do, but people yeah. fucking still try, man. Hats off to them. And I'm here to help. Um, well, I think it's, uh, so, so it's these, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say this <clears throat> facetiously. Um, it's those, these warriors out there grinding every day, putting in the work, these alpha types mm-hmm. fucking waking up at the fucking ass crack of three thirty AM and then sleeping and or not sleeping at all and then working all day and then going to bed at three in the morning, giving their whole life to it because they're the the warriors of their craft. I think I'm sorry, I'm just Really annoyed with that whole concept, um, but it is what it is. Up, that's how it, that's how it functions. That's how yeah, it, I know, that's, I know, that's no. how it rolls. I uh, so when I mentioned earlier that I was ranting today, I was I was ranting about that stuff again. I made a, a solo show on it a while back about alphas and all that stuff, and oh, I saw a video um, come up on my Instagram reels, and uh, it was. Uh, the audio was from the movie 300 where King Leonidas is trying to hype up his dudes. 
Mm-hmm. And the video was actually pretty cool because it was all these statues um, uh, of the time or from the time, whatever. So it was really, really neat. I'm like, that's cool. I'm going to look at some of the other videos on the account and see if they're like that as well. And they are not. Some of them were kind of close, but like, it's all this audio about how, you know, you're at this warrior, this, this badass out there, like, battle tested fucking blood sweat and tears and all this other shit and then it's just just videos of a guy in a gym (laughs) and I hate that I hate that so much the American culture or one of the um, aspects of the American culture is that everybody is a warrior and everybody is this badass and everybody is this all these fucking things and no you're not like you're not at all. I do, I go to the gym. Like I like to, I like to do fitness and because I, I like to go to the gym, that doesn't make me a badass. It doesn't make me a warrior. It doesn't make me an alpha male. It doesn't make me any of that shit. It just makes me a guy that likes to go to the fucking gym. Right. And I understand like there's other audio. <clears throat> it's like, you know, never underestimate a man, a person that goes to the gym and, keeps his hood on and doesn't look at people because that man is fighting demons or something. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I fucking just, it's so fucking, it's the lamest. That shit is cringy as fuck to me. If you are one of those people, I'm talking to you directly. That shit is cringy as fuck. You have to stop because you are none of those things. You're not a lion, right? And the people around you are sheep because they're not doing as many reps as you are. You're not fucking Billy Badass on the fucking block. You're not battle tested. You're just some dickhead in the gym with your hood on because you think you're fucking cool. I fucking hate that shit. And I see that shit translated to real life because I I go to a gym. There's a lot of high schoolers that go there and they do that. They fucking they come in there and they fucking act like they're afflicted (laughs) by something. Like, motherfucker, you are 16. The only thing you're afflicted with is fucking acne. Maybe that's how they fucking, like, get into yeah. the gym and get ready. Like, ah, oh, they fucking, ah, uh, I'm fucking crazy. Ah, uh, hardcore. But you're not. But that's you know, the, the perception that people at the gym, you have to be like that to be ready to go to the gym because that's how you do it. That's how you achieve whatever you're trying to achieve at the gym is if you have to, like, ah, I'm, I'm fucking... Get pumped up. I'm, I'm dark hearted. Don't talk to me or whatever. Or, you know, don't look dark-hearted. at, don't, yeah. you see my, my camera set up here at the gym. Mm-hmm. You see me working out. Don't get stand in front of it because I'm trying to display my struggle. I don't know what their deal is, but like, uh, that's how they get into it. I don't knock it, but. Oh, I'm knocking the fuck out of it. I mean, I, I, I suppose I'd knock it too, but. Uh, no, I am because like, okay, <clears throat> you brought up a good point. You have all of these dudes with like, like semi-professional content, like really great video angles. Yeah. It's all cut up. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. got some good audio on it. And then the audio is talking about how it's like, you know, I'm, I'm fighting these demons, but I'm a lion fucking blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. It's the cliche, man. Cliche. You are it's... literally creating content for yeah. likes. Because to generate likes to take you to take the take the consumer the people that are liking your shit to your store or to your 
fucking buy my program to build better glutes or the the six best exercises to burn belly fat, which is all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all a fucking show. It, it's you're casting out a wide net. Okay. Yeah. And this wide net is going to catch as many people that I can possibly catch that like what I'm saying. Basically mm-hmm. what our show is, you know, it's the same thing. Yeah. No, but it's we're not. not, we're not, we're not like, like that. Like we're not over here. Saying we're not, that, like, we're not over here selling it. Like only to, you know, it's a weird, no, no, no. You can't, you can't compare the show to these dudes. No, man, no. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I got to stop. That. <clears throat> yeah. We're not, we're not over here like pretending to be like you said, dark hearted and afflicted and, Broken, and that's why I'm here to shove the to shove the pain real deep. Or uh, the only existence is pain. Blah blah blah. Shut the fuck up. I hate it. Listen, it, I I, I understand getting pumped up. I understand getting pumped up, going to the gym. I understand sitting in your fucking car, listening to fucking metal, and getting fucking riled up, getting your fucking heart rate up, and going to the gym. I get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Hell yeah. But don't go in there pretending that your life is broken and this is the only way that you can put yourself back together. I mean, I get it. For some people, the, the gym is their safe space. It's their place away from all that stuff because blah, blah, blah. But yeah. you are not. It's not everybody is what you're saying. You're not is it really, fighting demons. Is it everybody that is like that in there? It, it's just like nah, there's, there's, there's normal probably Craig back out. there doing his, doing his set. Dude, the the most jacked guy in my gym. I kid you not, man. He's he definitely a competitor because he's always fucking like orange or brown the way they you know they're, they're painted. Yeah, <laughs> always. The dude is always he just stays that way. The dude is probably in his sixties, and mm-hmm. the dude is like straight up fucking jacked as fuck, dude. Like he doesn't. I I I I've seen him in there for going on two years now i've never seen him take pre-workout i've never seen him i don't i've never seen him with a shaker bottle of any kind he just walks over to the fountain takes a drink when he wants it the dude is cut the dude is jacked i mean he'll sit there and do fucking pull-ups for fucking months mm-hmm. um with ease and he's not he's not listening to music he doesn't have any headphones and he has his glasses on like his reading glasses because he's old yeah. his glasses and he's just in there, like, and he's just doing what he needs to do. He's not in there acting like fucking Billy Badass, fucking battle-tested dickhead, fucking I'm a lion. He's just some guy working out. Um, it, it, he just doesn't you know. need to get to that point. He's he's just a chill-ass dude. He knows he's, he's experienced. These younger people, they need that they afflicted, they need it. afflicted t-shirt. Like, the <laughs> army people with the afflicted t-shirts back in the day, they felt like they needed that shit. That's what what I'm saying the, the people at the gym are now. Yeah. I mean, you know, I bet you don't need that. You really don't. You just need to have a goal in mind and a plan to work towards that goal. That's it. It may be, maybe you need motivation to go to the gym. Maybe you need to kind of budget to go to the gym. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, but don't post content on social media claiming to be all these other things in a world with people who are very susceptible to believing in bullshit. One of the big things that's coming up right now is SARMs. You know what SARMs are? S-A-R-M-S? No, what the hell is that? Um, SARMs is like, it stands for like selective androgen receptor modulator, I believe. I can't remember what the M is, but basically they're being advertised as like a illegal version um, to steroids. And they're claiming to be safe. They're claiming to be great for you know this and that. And you've got T 
teenagers who are not even completely fully developed taking these things as if they're like, you know, candy, right? What's fucked up is uh, SARMs are made up of a pile of other different fucking chemicals. And some of them are known to be cancer causing like a hundred percent are fucking cancer causing chemicals. Like we know for a fucking fact, if you take these things in, you will get cancer mm-hmm. or you increase your chances of getting cancer. Some of them actually have steroids in them and they're not good for you. They're not healthy. They will fucking p- potentially prematurely end your life. Um, and all for what? Because you're 17 and you see this guy on social media talking about how he's got fucking demons and he's got these big ass goddamn muscles and you want them to, but you don't want to do the fucking work. That fucking guy, the guy I was just talking about, for example, he has been in the gym, I guarantee you, for fucking 30 years. Mm -hmm. He has worked his way to where he is now. He's put in the work, the hours, the fucking dieting, the sleep, everything. He's natural. You can tell he's natural. But the the issue is people. Know, it's a big thing nowadays. And I I feel like I feel like an, an asshole saying this, but social media you need to have those fucking fast ass results. Like I need to fucking yeah. have this done now. Nobody knows how to be an expert at anything anymore because you need to have those fast ass results. And with these cameras and shit, I can edit together some fast ass results that'll blow your mind. Even though the people who really work at that stuff, really work at this stuff, has been working, like you say, the person at that gym has been there probably 30, 40 years. They're fucking pros at it. They've fucking torn muscles and broken bones and done the whole nine yards in the gym. They've been hurt from the gym longer than these people have been in the gym. And those people who want those fast as results is trying all these kind of supplements, like you said, all this kind of fucking medication that literally gives you cancer like you said will literally kill you but mm-hmm. hey man you gotta have those results people don't fucking value life anymore right it's a fuck it's all about the instant gratification of stuff i need to have that yeah thumbs yeah, up yeah yeah i need to get that i need to get that i need to get that like i need to get that thumbs up i need to you know tiktok has shown us that you can have an account that can generate millions of likes per video and you go viral and that's what people are going for. They're going for what's viral. They're going for what gets them the most instant gratification today. But and what is, what is going viral? What is it? What does that get you? What is it? Not, what the fuck? Depends. depends. I mean, for one, I mean, I think the, probably the biggest, <clears throat> the biggest appeal to it is clout. And then, right. Like, oh, psh, you see my video, man, I got fucking 5,000 likes. We got fucking, and I, and I, I was guilty of that when I first started trying to grow my Instagram account. Cause I was trying to like turn it into a business. Mm-hmm. I was guilty of that. I was constantly checking my likes to see where they were at. Right. Like, Oh man, this one got, I remember like I was getting like, you know, 10, 15 likes per video per, per post. And then it was like fucking 30. I was like 30. Holy shit. And then that's like, um, you know, I got into the hundreds and I think my, my most liked post is like 800 and something. Gotcha. And I was like, holy shit, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. But to what end? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was trying to turn it into a business so I can, I, I could justify it that way, but it, it became an obsession. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it became such an obsession that like, that's all I focus on. Like when I was making content, like I would try and like stage things, right? Like, okay, like I want to pose like this and do this fucking, and you can probably go through my, my posts a couple years ago and see which ones are like that because that's what it was. Yeah. 
and um you because you 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 post for likes i mean it's just like what we do with the show right like we're making content for likes for listens but the the end goal is the difference you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like we're trying to do the show um because we want to bring in this community of veterans we want to bring in people together we want to help them when it comes to like mental health stuff we want to make something better we're not trying to like I don't care about being famous. You don't care about being famous. We like to be successful at what we do, but like success doesn't have to be defined by how well are we a household name or how many commas does our bank account have. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's all about the end goal, right? Clout. um, That's not an end goal. That's, that's short lived. Yeah. People. I mean, I mean, that's what we understand that. But uh, these young kids don't. That's all they know. That's that's what they're raised up on. We weren't raised with social media. We were raised to go out there and do shit and see results. Yeah. Like things are different now. Like uh, my son, luckily, isn't really into social media. He plays video games and he talks to his friends that way. But he doesn't really deal with, you know, doing shit for likes, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like people do shit for likes. And the the end result is just more likes, and, and and now what do you got? Just likes. What do you got to show for? Yeah. Like I think I never like really post shit for likes. I always go and look to see how many people I lost following, because mm-hmm. to me that's more important. Kinda. Um, maybe I'm saying shit on the social media stuff that people don't like so much, so I have to be smart about the things that I post to try to make before I forget go further. Right. Yeah. 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 So I have to be careful. I don't really care about if I get likes, I care about if the fucking viewership lowers. Right. Which is, again, it's the same fucking thing is, is, you know, this other person saying, Oh, I'm doing this for likes. Yeah. But I have a different end result. Yeah. I don't know what that person's end result is for those likes. You know, maybe, uh, that's just that's just it. Mm. Motherfucking do all this work and all this shit and fucking all this kind of creative content just to be seen and just to be known and you know maybe it makes them money. I don't know, but that's that's what they like. I can't knock it, right? Right. So you know, have fun with the time you got. You know, do do what you want to do, but I don't know. I'm not going to beat up on him. You can beat up on him, Kevin. I'm not going to. You can fucking swing away. I'm not going to stop just, you, but I just I just get riled up or riled up over some of the dumbest things, but hold on a second. Um <laughs> Wait, what's up? Nothing. I was just I was just laughing about how like we were talking about how uh uh video would be like uncensored, unedited. Yeah. Uh, but of course, you know, we got bathroom breaks. Yeah, you know, it's funny because sometimes I'll watch like really long. Are you recording again or still? Yeah, you never still stop. It. You can't really. Yeah. I suppose you could stop it, but it'd just be a bunch of chopped up videos. Well, no, I was going to say like you watch like some of the Joe Rogan stuff and you're like, they're talking for like three hours. When do they ever stop and go piss? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. you know, Joe Rogan's out there drinking water and shit. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it just cracks me up. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a whole thing. I just, I just wish people would be more honest with themselves when it comes to all of that stuff. Like 
So I made the comparison earlier today. 200 years ago, right? Like, I'm sure there were people walking around in the Wild West pretending like they were the biggest, baddest fucking cowboy out there or outlaw or whatever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. But unless they were living that life, no, they weren't. 500 years ago, right? I'm the I'm the greatest swordsman in all the lands. But then his buddy's like, dude, you're a cobbler. You make shoes. Like, that's that's what you do. That's your profession. That's your... That's what you give to the village, right? That's your whatever, right? Yeah. You're not the greatest swordsman in all the lands. And if you are, why are you not a knight? Because there were people in those roles, right? Right. So, so, you know, back then there was like a, maybe, you know, I would imagine some type of like, I don't know, checks and balances by like innate, like checks and balances, right? So like, you know, your profession to find what you were. That's well, where a lot of like last names tend to come from, like Smith, right? Is a Smith of some type. Mm-hmm. But like, <clears throat> that's what you were. That doesn't mean that you couldn't elevate out of that position and become a knight or something greater, a noble of some type. Just like, you know, back in the Wild West, you could have become the greatest cowboy and made a name for yourself in the history books. Yeah, you could have. But if your profession was... I'm a card dealer at a local saloon. You're probably not the greatest cowboy in the wild west. You know what I mean? Fast forward to today. Um, you know, you can be a, a, a sales associate at Walmart, but you can post content on social media talking about how, you're this fucking lion in this world of sheep and only you see the truth and the reality of things and blah, blah, blah. Guy, you're nine to five. You wear fucking slacks and a tie. Yeah. Who's going to prove them wrong? Who's going to, who's going to call them out for their bullshit? I know that you were, we're trying to do it here, but who's going to call those people out for that? You, we see it all the time, but do you, are you ever like, Hey, Hey, stop yeah right do we ever well, do that yeah, no because we're not like rude assholes we're not just going to roll up on people and like hey stop pursuing your dreams because they're stupid well, whatever those dreams like, are i wouldn't even say it's in pursuit of a dream but let, let me ask you this you've been in combat right for shizzle like actual combat against an armed enemy right? yes yes yeah i have too right do we walk around acting like we're fucking the lions of the world and we're warriors. Do we say that? Is that a thing that we do? No. So, I mean, it's, why it's, is it necessary for people who have never been in those situations to walk around and doing that? Are they proving something? It's, it's, it's romantic. It's fucking, fucking cool. It's fucking cool shit. It's not something that everyone can say they've done. Not everyone on the street can say that they've done the shit that we've done. So, a lot of times people want to steal that. They don't want to fucking put their own ass on the line because that's fucking dangerous. It's scary as fuck. If I could trade with some people, like, uh, those are fucking memories you don't necessarily want to fucking have, but we got them. You guys can take all the fucking cool parts about it and leave us with the fucking fucked up parts, but that's just how it is. It's how, that's how, uh, society is. You know, take what you want and leave what you don't. Yeah, it's the um, it's the old saying, 
everyone, everybody wants to be gangster until it's time to do gangster shit. Yeah. It's not even just that. It's that everyone wants to be a gangster until it's time to do some gangster shit and then like reflect on it. Because who wants yeah. to fucking reflect on that shit? Yeah, the shit that falls on afterwards. Yeah. Nobody everyone avoids it. I know I do. I <clears throat> did. Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of a lot of people don't seem to fucking think about that part of it, right? Like, okay, uh, oh, man, that's fucking cool. You went to Iraq, you did this, you did that. You fucking did. You was like to kill people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they don't think about, like, the question itself. Like, I'm, ask, I'm, I'm asking this person, what is it like to kill another person? Yeah. Like. Some you, people fucking want to know. They want to know. Inquiring minds. Yeah want to know but they don't they don't think about like what did i just ask this person yeah what did i make him what did i make this person fucking remember live well yeah yeah, in that little flash because you know it doesn't take a second you can relive everything in like a fucking in a blink of an eye you can relive an entire fucking fight in your head yeah so i've never personally been asked like have you killed somebody thank god like i don't think i know what to do with that like that's now, actually kind of surprising. I had, uh, I, my family has never asked that. Uh, not that I know of, that I can recall. No, they never asked that. I think I they. Think you got to think. Four years in the army and then thirteen years as, as as LAPD. Like you would think at some point somebody would have asked. I mean, that's seventeen years of yeah. being a hard charger. Nobody's ever in my family's ever asked that because huh. I didn't bring it up. I didn't want to talk. I haven't talked to them about that the specifics about it. I've talked to my wife about some things because of course I'm going to talk to my wife about it but like my son no. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my mother, sisters, cousins, no. They never really got into that kind of shit because I think they understand and they're like mature fucking people and they know the right shit to ask folks and the wrong shit to ask folks. They don't know how somebody might react to that because we're all raised to understand like some people might react to something differently. You gotta fucking feel the room with these fucking questions you ask folks. And not say like, hey, I'm fucking crazy. Don't ask me that shit. They're like, no, they don't fucking care. This is not gonna change their perception of me, hopefully. So, but other people that you don't know, I've never been asked by, you know, no, never. No. I don't no, I don't know what I would do if if it was somebody I don't know who had asked that. I would assume flat out, you don't know me. Cause you wouldn't ask me that mm-hmm. and how would, how, how, how would I respond to it? Uh, well fucking, I don't know. How would you respond to it? Cause it seems like you were asked that once or twice. No. Yeah. When I, when I first came home, um, I was asked a lot actually. Um, and so on, on, on the one hand I understand, right. Because like in our generation, we're the, we're the first combat veterans, like, you know, um, and you know, given the time frame in which we went, you know, so we we deployed in the beginning of the global war on terror, and so when we came home, we left active duty and uh, we're there, and we're, we're we're people who are about the same age as us, and they're seeing all this shit unfold on TV for the first time, really in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And so then meet somebody who's of the same age group, the same peer group, and they're you know who who was there in those places that they're seeing on the news. So it's easy for them, I think, to think to themselves, well, I can talk to this. I can ask them this question because we're the same age. We're the same. We're here at the same diner, having the same cup of coffee or whatever, like two mm. tables apart, or whatever. No big deal. Yeah. 
So I get why like somebody might feel comfortable asking that question, but when you stop and 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 think about what the question actually what you're ask what you're actually asking them like cuz you don't know how that person took it. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't know, oh, did you kill someone? Okay, yes. What was it like? Well, I mean, you're not prepared for the answer that could be like, well, it was a child. Oh, so, yeah. You know what I mean? Or Yeah, that's right. I, you know, I was directed to put machine gun fire into this building and accidentally killed a mother and her two kids. Mm-hmm. So how how the fuck do you think it was like? They're not prepared for that answer. Mm-hmm. They just assume that the people were killing are enemy combatants. And for the most part, yes, that that's what we're, that's who we're going after. But is that how it always plays out in war? No, it's not. You know, the collateral damage is a real thing. And it's, it's almost dehumanizing to refer to non-combatants as, um, collateral damage but that's what they're referred to as that's the term. they're not prepared for that answer though but like at first you know i didn't know really how to answer it um when i when i was asking i was asked often often enough that like i was able to like process these thoughts over a, the course of several months and be like so at first i didn't know how to answer it and i'll just be like i yes i did and then leave it at that mm-hmm. the follow-on question that a lot of times they had what was it like with their big white eyes? How did it like, feel? Was it cool? It's like you can tell me. You can tell yeah. me what it was like. Well, they were just so amped. They'd never met somebody who'd killed another person before that they knew of. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to know what it was like. You don't know what you're asking because, again, you don't know who I killed. Yeah. You know? So now you're asking me to, like you said, relive those moments. Um <clears throat> You know, it's as if, you know, you, 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 you asked this, well, let me, well, tell me about a, a, an event in your life that's, that's tragic and traumatic. Yeah. Okay. What was that like? Oh yeah. You, you, your, your, your sibling was in a car accident and they died. What was that like? Tell me about it. Yeah. How often, how, how was that? Was it cool? You know what I mean? It's the same concept, right? A lot of people don't think about that. Okay. And so I got to the point where I started being like, um, why do you want to know? Why are you asking? It's one of two reasons. Either you want to know if it's cool or you want to know how I'm doing. Because I, I also get asked that question too. Some people were aware. You know, obviously like you know, asking the first question is a little off-putting. Hey, did you kill anybody? But if they followed it up with, man, like that had to be that had to be hard. That was how, be, how are how are you doing? That was going to be my next question. Was has everyone anyone ever asked you how are you doing after? So yeah, thank you yeah. for for even saying that because that. What did you say? Like, because that's well, fucking so, uh, that's heavy duty. Like, hey, I just told you about this fucking heavy duty shit. Now, uh, this is how I'm doing after. Sit yeah. down and and get ready for this shit. So, the ones that typically asked. Um, how are you doing were people that either knew me or women mm. the ones that wanted to know if it was cool and what it was like were people that didn't know me and dudes um like almost exclusively on either side right why do you think that is <laughs> i mean i mean guys are guys guys are guys yeah true i mean you know what i mean like I, we're 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 not really known for being for having the 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 the, the most foresight um, or to be the most understanding or the most emotionally connected, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a you know 
problem with society, I'd imagine. Um, but yeah, so it got it got to the point though where I, where I would ask them like, well, why are you asking? If it's if depending on which reason it is, I'll I'll give you the answer. If it's the first reason, and you just want to know if it's fucking cool. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, and then they would get offended at that. Like they would, I would, I had people actually be like, dude, what, what, why? Like that's fucked up. <laughs> like think about what you just asked. Um, now, and I will say like this is before a lot of the struggles that I would later end up having with PTSD, whatever really started to kick in. Right. Or they, they were starting to kick in and I wasn't aware of what I was going through. And, you know, and so for those that would ask for like genuinely wanting to know, I'm like, you know, I would tell them, it's like, oh, okay, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it did. It, it, uh, and so you try and give some, depending on who you're talking to, there's some macho answer, right? Well, I mean, you try and justify it. And, and I will say, like, I, I, I stand, I, I've always said this and I kind of stand behind it. Like, I, I can justify it because when, when a person decides to, um, walk into their closet and then grab their gun and say to themselves, I am going to go outside. I'm going to kill somebody on the other team. They made the conscious decision. Now the, you know, it's on you. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas like if you're out in the woods and you get attacked by a mountain lion and a mountain lion, you know, you happen to be on a trail and, you know, maybe the, you know, for whatever reason, the mountain lion just like decides to jump out and attack. It has a reason right? It's cubs are probably nearby. Maybe it's den is nearby. Maybe it's wounded. Um, maybe it was on the hunt for something. Maybe it hasn't eaten in a while and, and you just looked, you know, easy to take down. But what a lot of people don't understand is like in the wild, uh, predators will typically target the weaker ones. Right. So when you watch like, uh, lionesses hunt, um, say gazelles, right. They'll get them on a chase and whichever ones fall back or whichever ones are wounded, the herd will typically leave behind and the lionesses get food. I mean, that's how it works in nature. So when you get attacked by an animal in the wild, it's not because it's choosing to attack you because it thought about it. It's acting instinctively. Um, People don't do that. When somebody attempts to kill you or the guy next to you, um, in war, it's a it's a it's a decision they made, and they made the decision. And we make the decision. It's reactive, right? Right. I mean, how many times? How many times when we were deployed did we go out there and initiate contact? You know, like went out there and started fighting, just shooting people randomly. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's ever happened. No, I don't think it's not ever happened that once. <laughs> no, I mean we would go out with like target houses, right? We're, maybe we're looking for this or for that. And we had these objectives, but we didn't just pop in the door and throw a frag in and start fucking blasting motherfuckers. No. That'd no. be frowned upon. Every every fucking firefight that we were ever in, um, and to my best approximation, is well in the in the two hundred range. Two hundred to you know, two fifty, two seventy different days of, of, of firefights. Um, when you really think about that year on deployment, that's about where we were. Every single one of those was initiated by the other person, and we were strictly uh, reactionary. Yep. I mean, 
you decide to pull the trigger on me, I'm going to pull the trigger on you. Hey, it's I'm going to come I'm going to go home after this. Yeah. That's what everyone's uh even uh, with the police, that's what it, the goal at the end of every night was or every start of the shift. It was I'm going to go home. I don't I'm not going to go out there trying to start chases and I'm not going to go out there and start to at least, you know, the same folks. And I'm going to go out there and try to cause issue. But I'm here if it happens. Like a lot of people won't be there when it happens because they can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. They're not strong enough to to deal with this sort of threat. They don't have the proper equipment to deal with this kind of threat. Like this is what we get paid to do. This is what we swore we would do if you were in the military in any branch. So you got to stand on top of that wall of freedom, right? That's what. Right. That's what the the. That's it, really. Any go any job that you fucking swear to, any job that you raise your right hand to, you're basically saying you'll die for that job. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. Every single job that you raise your right hand for, that's it. You are literally pledging your life to that, your allegiance or whatever. With the police. Yeah. You are literally saying, I will give my life to protect these civilians. With the army, military, I will literally give my life to protect this country. It's fucking heavy. Nobody's going to, a lot of people aren't fucking ready for that. Right. That's the truth. That's what it is. But they want to play the part. Yeah, they want to play the part until it's time to actually do that shit. And now you're fucking fucked. Yeah. I wish there was a way that before you got into military, you could understand fully, fully what you're getting into. Not just the, okay, I might shoot somebody. It might suck. No. It's so much more than that. I might shoot somebody. It might suck. It's going to suck. Unless you're a fucking psychopath. You're fucking crazy. Then have at it, I guess. But everyone else has to fucking deal with that shit. Because we're human. And we're not wired all fucked up. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think anybody can really legitimately... uh, do that shit on the daily and just be good yeah. and just be like cool with it. That's fucking nuts. If you can, because if you really think about what that is, that's not just you. Infantry folks are raised quotes, air quotes to love to kill. That's it. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's our fucking job. There are medics that love to save lives. There's fucking engineers that love to fucking build shit. There's fucking 42 alphas that love to file paperwork. There's M- paperwork. MPs that love to fucking police shit. Infantry folks are supposed to love to kill. Yeah. It is. You don't have to love it, but that's your fucking job. That's your job. There's nothing yeah. else for you to do. There's nothing for you to move. There's nothing for you to paint. There's nothing for you to fucking carve or fucking cook. That's your job is to kill. 
I wish there was a way for people to really put that into folks' head before they get into it and really explain, like somebody who's been through a lot to sit down with these fucking classes, those those people in basic, like say, hey, this is Sergeant XYZ. He won or he was awarded XYZ awards for bravery. He's a fucking hero. Let's hear his story about how he deals with being a hero. Right. You know, you can ask any one of those, uh, the recipients of the Medal of Honor. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you not one of them going to be like, I fucking loved every minute of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you could, if you could talk to Roy Benavidez today uh, <clears throat> for the shit that he did, and the amount of people that he had to like take down just to to save that squad of uh, special forces guys, or Salvatore Junta, who um, you know saw one of his buddies being you know dragged off in the dark by Taliban fighters um, in uh, Afghanistan, took off after him, had to kill some dudes for it. Um, you know, what I'm saying that like, they're not going to sit there and talk about like. Oh fucking dude, it was so fucking rad. Like you listen to their stories when they tell it, they're not over there like all hyped up about it. Like, oh bro. So like I fucking sort of blasted and fucking popped this one dude. It's not how it is, man. No. <clears throat> but I, you know. I promise that if you ever do encounter somebody, listener, who doesn't know if you got this far into the show, uh, if you ever encounter somebody who talks like that, they're they're fucking full of shit. Yeah. Or they're fucking crazy and you should stay away from them because mm-hmm. no one I can think of um, would ever think like uh, that shit was fucking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Now, don't be wrong. Like, I mean, I can casually speak about things now, but like, um, it, 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 uh, it, it's just the way that I talk about it. Yeah. Right. Um, like when we talk about like uh at the ODA house in June of '04, and the two Bradleys, we were taking taking fire from some building, multi level building, and the Bradleys whoop, went down the line and just started like dumping twenty five Mike Mike into the windows of each room until they until the shooting stopped. Mm-hmm. I can talk about that story. I wasn't one of the gunners, but I can talk about that story and being like, "It that's kind of crazy. Like, how fucking nuts is it that they were doing this? Blah, blah, blah. It's dumping rounds in this building, practically leveling the fucking thing. But I'm not talking about it from like, oh, and then they fucking obliterated that dude. Or like when, when uh, the Abrams took out that RPG team in town. Yeah. And, you know, unloaded the main gun in mm. town on an RPG team. And how you know the gun, the 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 the, the, the track commander's response? You know, are they dead? They're splattered all over the place. It wasn't. It's not to display like, oh, I think that's fucking cool. The story is comical to me. The circumstances are shitty, but like, it. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, those people are like, it's so fucking rad to watch that guy's head pop off when I hit him with the fucking Barrett fifty cal. Hmm. 
I one think, that didn't happen or two you're crazy i think they're just trying to figure out a way to deal with it like wasn't it cool like no it wasn't cool like I, they don't know what the answer to that question should be well when we were there right with the when while we were there i remember coming off a mission when fucking love took out the fucking rpg man at the okay corral mm-hmm. and it was it was congratulations all around fucking handshakes high fives and all that stuff yeah but that was <clears throat> that was there amongst ourselves right like we're yeah. not out in the world like, well i think i think in that case it was like our own struggle with that fucking asshole because i shot yeah. at that guy i fucking almost killed him love kills him with the next day the day after yeah. a few days later mm-hmm. like dude that was a fucking one of the few times i was like cheering somebody because that motherfucker fucking harassed the fuck out of us like i fucking looked directly at him aiming an rpg right at me I looked at him. I time stopped. It's not even a fucking joke. Like one hundred thousand percent. Just like you would imagine somebody aiming a gun at you, he's aiming a fucking RPG at me. All I can do is scream, bag it, get down, RPG. And before he could even get down, I was fucking dumping at this dude. I hadn't even sighted it in the fucking gun. I was just fucking firing because if I didn't, I was gonna fucking die, is what I thought in my yeah. head. In that two-second fucking interval of all this shit happened to me turning to the left and then seeing this guy and then all that shit happens. And then you just start shooting because, you know, it's survival. It's fucking crazy. It's not like, oh, that shit was crazy. Mm -hmm. It was That shit was fucking crazy. Insane. Not cool. And then Love got that fucking guy. And I looked at the fucking guy splattered everywhere and I'm like, all right. I didn't start this shit, but he fucking finished it. Yeah. Well, and from what I recall, um, that guy, that was cat and mouse for like a couple of weeks, two or three weeks. Yeah. Like he, and, uh, and so what I think is interesting is what I remember love telling us about how he, you know, it was one of three alleyways that we knew that he was going to come out of because he always came out of one of three and they did, they positioned themselves in a place to where he had to only come out of one. And then um, probably after speaking with you about, you know, um, how that played out and, and when that happened and then so love like sighting in the gun and leaving it aimed right at that fucking one alleyway. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you fucking know it dude pops out. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely um, an excitable moment, right? Like it's like, fucking finally we took out this dude yeah but it's not like we want to it's not like it's a parade it's no. a, it's not like yeah. it's like cheers to everybody and all these years later it's not something that like we're like seeking clout for seeking no. um acknowledgement for mm-hmm. it's it was the job there but in, in here that's that's it's just a it's a it's a memory that happened it's a thing that happened it's mm-hmm. an event that a lot of people just can't deal with. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is that was, uh, it was, we can talk about it because it was something that happened. Mm. You know, we can all one way or another, tell a story about something that happened. Your angle of this, my angle of that, why I did what I did and why you did what you did and why we asked those questions about who did what and all that kind of stuff. It's something that we can all kind of stitch together through our memory. 
Like mm-hmm. we gotta, we, hey, we have to talk about this shit and put it on tape because you know our memories, at least mine's, is shitty. So, you know, it's important that we talk about this kind of stuff. But that's that's kind of one of the only things that we're gonna have between each other is these fucking stories. That's it. We are all gonna live different lives. Everyone's gonna go in different directions. No one's gonna be the same. No one from the time you raised your right hand and swore that you would give your life to this country until now, this second, everybody had a different life. And we all had different lives. And on that note, it's time to end this show. Thanks, uh, Kevin, for helping me out with this episode. Please enjoy the new video system that we have going on. It's brand new everything for us. Uh, please like, listen, share, subscribe, and now watch. New episode coming out on Monday. New episode of The Afterthoughts featuring me and Chris Walker on Thursday. And no video for that. Uh, but this is what we have. This is our new season, season three. Uh, thank you for your support over all the time for this. It's been a lot of fun. It's going to continue to be fun. And we're going to keep having little weird things that we have to fix like this particular episode. Uh, normally I would say, hey, Kevin, what do you got to say? And he would say nothing. And I would say, hey, that's all I got to say. So, hey, everybody, that's all I got to say. Thank you. <laughs>